Well, hello and welcome to the Brian Hornback Podcast. This is episode 19 dos. You know what 19 dos means? Spanish, I believe dos means twice. Uh, apparently, when I uh, did the um, 19th episode, I did not realize that it actually should have been episode 18. So we had two uh, episodes 19, or uh, actually this is the second 19th episode. So apologize for that. Uh, it's been about a week since we've been together. Uh, a lot of stuff's been happening uh, here locally and across the state. Um, a lot of things have happened in the music industry. Um, and uh, so, you know, we've got a lot of things to talk about. Uh, but uh, I do want to just take a just a few minutes to, to talk about the controversy that's happened with um, country music artist Morgan Wallen. Um, as we know, the TMZ um, obtained a video um, where he used a, a, a racial profanity, um, which is not cool. It's not appropriate. Um, but uh, interestingly enough, you know, there's been some talk about the fact that country radio pulled him off. Uh, his record company has pulled his deal. The association of country music, uh, has, um, said they won't allow him to perform on the next uh, awards program. Um, all legitimate business decisions. Um, but interestingly enough, I heard on the radio today that his record sales have skyrocketed. And, and I think what that really talks about is the fact that, you know, when, a similar incident happened, not because they used any racial epithet or, or racial language, but like when the Dixie Chicks got pulled um, for um, being overseas and criticizing the war effort and the president uh, and country music listeners kind of abandoned them. Back then, uh, when that happened, uh, country music was not driven by streams by apple by uh, spotify uh and so you know i think what this shows is there was so many different um places that uh have been playing his music people have been getting it for free um and so now they're actually purchasing uh, what they want to hear um does it make it right no but it just goes to show how the country music not just country music rappers, any kind of entertainer, um, Christian music recording artist, they're all have been pushed into this, into the streaming world, into the downloads. And instead of buying a, an album that has 12 songs on it or in, in, in an artist like Granger Smith, a, a guy that I've met, a guy that I purchased all his GE apparel, um, you know, he put out a double album instead of being able to just, you know, and if you want to get one or two songs, you, you know, you, you would buy the whole album. I still buy all of Granger CDs, by the way. Um, but you can go and just purchase one song for 99 cents. Uh, and so now that the industry right or wrong has, has pulled Morgan off of radio, people are now going and buying, uh, his, um, his songs on, on the streaming services. So, Again, I, I say that not to say that Morgan Wallen was right and, his, his, and because he wasn't. Uh, I don't say that his record company was wrong because they weren't. What I'm saying is this draws attention 
to what has happened to the music industry in being forced into the digital uh, downloads uh, and into the digital streaming services. Uh, we love the streaming services here at the Brian Hornback Podcast because we rely on all of them. We rely on Apple. We rely on Spotify. We rely on Google. We rely on Radio Public. We rely on Pocket Cast. We allow, uh, rely on Breaker. We also have just uh, are now on iHeart Podcast uh, and, uh, of course, on Anchor FM. That's where we uh, produce this podcast. That's where we host this podcast. That's where we store this podcast. And so, um, and I think if, if you're listening to this podcast uh, on anywhere other than um, YouTube, and we're on YouTube, uh, looking at you right now, YouTube, um, you um, probably hear the Anchor FM uh, ad that is on all the audio streaming uh, podcast of this show. So, okay, enough of the music industry controversy. Uh, I, again, just say that to say, that you know, really, as is, music has evolved and it's it's gone, come into the streaming world where we can listen to it on our iPhones or on our Androids. Um, that's just part of the problem uh, that exists for artists out there. Um, so, hey, uh, our governor, Tennessee Governor Bill Lee, had a state of the state address tonight. It was interesting to see. It was in in a, in a large room, uh, and they, only the um, elected members of the house of representatives and, and the state senate were allowed in uh they were set uh, apparently about six feet apart i do have uh, some screenshots of it uh the governor had a great speech tonight and he's putting a lot of money back into public education back into the teachers he's putting money back into the communities uh for infrastructure um and it, it was a very promising uh, uh talk uh, we're we're one of the top uh, states in the country, one of only seven that have had economic success um, because of during this whole COVID situation. Um, we're one of the best in um, in how we're administering the vaccine uh, to our population. Uh, so there's a lot of great things going on in Tennessee, and that's because of Governor Bill Lee. Uh, our House Speaker Cameron Sexton, our uh, Lieutenant Governor, Speaker of the Senate, uh, uh, Randy McNally, all doing great jobs. Uh, William Lamberth, our, our House Republican leader, all being great leaders that lead. Um, they just finished a um, an extraordinary session on education, uh, pr- uh, passed some legislation to bring some money back to the school districts to help through the COVID situation. 146 of the 147 uh, school districts in the state of Tennessee are now educating in some or have some form of in-person education uh, going on. Uh, And so um, things are going well in Tennessee. Uh, Our governor's doing a great job in leading and uh, our, our, our house leaders and our, and our Senate leaders are doing a great job as well. So um, kudos to the state. Um, on a local level, um, we still have some we still have some things going on um, that uh, that are interesting. There was a, a discussion, a um, about a two hour, about two and a half hour uh, discussion amongst our city council and our county commission. They had a joint informational meeting uh, last week to talk about the new multi-use 
uh, baseball stadium, which would predominantly be used for the Tennessee Smokies, bringing them back from Sevierville. They were here for years and years and years and years. And, and uh, former mayor Victor Ash ran them out of Knoxville uh, from Caswell Park and uh, ran them up to um, um, Sevierville, up to the exit 407. And um, so now there's a move back. Uh, Randy Boyd purchased that team in 2013, and he wants to bring it back. He owns the property that uh, this uh, stadium would be on uh, in downtown Knoxville. And, um, you know, we have one city council person, Amelia Parker, that has a lot of questions. Uh, she's an at-large city council member. She has a lot of questions. Um, the city uh, administration in particular, an employee to the mayor, uh, India Kincannon, Stephanie Welch, really just didn't want, it, it did not appear, okay, from from what I watched. And if you'll go to brianhornback.com and uh, go down to the story on that meeting, uh, you can click the link and you can sit there and watch the two and a half hours or you can just go ahead and fast forward toward the end and, and watch it, uh, and, and, you know, you're welcome to have your own opinion. Uh, but it did not appear that Stephanie Welch really wanted to answer all the questions that uh, City Councilwoman Amelia Parker had, and so uh, it, it, it ended about as unfavorably um, the other night as it did in December when Amelia Parker had a lot of questions, and, and a, a City Council person cut her off and called for the question. Um, I do believe that Randy Boyd and Steve Davis, who's the president of, of Jim uh, Community Development, who is, is a development company that um, Mr. Boyd has created for this um, multi-use stadium. I do believe both of those gentlemen, being good businessmen, would have uh, stayed until the very end to, um, uh, to answer every question that Amelia Parker had. But clearly, it was not what Stephanie Welch with the city of Knoxville wanted to do. And so uh, this issue is going to continue to go on. It does appear to be on a track uh, that's going to um, that's going to come to a. Uh, they're going to uh, their timeline right now is to uh, appoint the uh, sports authority um, members within the next couple of months. Uh, ultimately, vote on something um, this summer and start construction in the fall. Uh, construction will take about two years. Uh, but um, there'll be more to more to say about that. Also, last week, uh, Paul's Oasis uh, had a revocation hearing last Tuesday, and uh, they lost their beer license for 60 days uh, with a $7,000 fine. Uh, Paul's Oasis had uh, multiple uh, curfew violations from the Board of Health's curfew, and um, <clears throat> so that ultimately came down last week. Uh, the hearing was on Tuesday and lasted about four hours, and... Uh, the order came down on Wednesday uh, that they would lose their beer license for 60 days and um, have a $7,000 fine. Tomorrow, Tuesday, February the 9th, uh, Billiards and Brews, another establishment that um, has had multiple curfew violations, uh, will have a revocation hearing. Um, and, you know, I think it's the same situation. Multiple curfew violations, uh, unfortunately, um, there was uh, an in incident in the parking lot, which may or may not have been uh, on Billiards and Bruce uh, property uh, where a, a gentleman's life um, was taken with a gunshot. Uh, I don't know if that'll come up in the revocation hearing tomorrow, um, but um, certainly that doesn't bode well for them. Also coming down the pike is uh, multiple violations 
uh, I assume multiple violations. There's a revocation hearing coming up on um, Club XYZ within the next couple of weeks, and um, we'll see where that goes. Uh, so a lot of things going on. Uh, I do want to remind you of BrianHornback.com, 16-year-old uh, blog um, platform where uh, I write a lot about local news. Uh, this podcast is just a is just another is just another outgrowth of that, and um, we have good friends that uh, that support that uh, advertise their businesses on BrianHornback.com, and that would be um, Just Homes Group, um, Julia Hurley, uh, affiliated with Realty Executives in uh, West Knoxville in the Farragut area. Uh, you can find her at JustHomesGroup.com. Julia Hurley, you can call her at eight six five. Two three seven seven three two eight. Just Homes Group. If you're looking to buy or sell, uh, Julia Hurley is who you want. Uh, finding you your next forever home, or actually helping you to sell your existing home. Uh, Julia Hurley. JustHomesGroup.com. Eight six five two three seven seven three two eight. Also, interagency insurance. Been in business the uh, mid to late sixties. Uh, can write. Uh, can write um, insurance business uh, in about 38 of the 50 states. Uh, Lou Moran III leads that organization, and um, they uh, they can handle most all of your most all of your insurance business, uh, your business insurance, um, any kind of business that you need. Lou Moran III at Interagency Insurance in Knoxville, Tennessee, 865-637-4519. A relatively new uh, advertiser to BrianHornback.com is Pavlis Public Strategies. Nick Pavlis, he served four different terms on the Knoxville City Council. He served for um, two consecutive terms uh, as an at-large member of the City Council, uh, sat out for four years, came back and was elected and served two uh, consecutive terms in the first district on uh, the Knoxville City Council, has served as Beer board chairman has served as uh, vice mayor of the city of Knoxville, uh, has been in the business world most of his life, uh, and has now uh, launched Pavlis Public Strategies. Uh, he can help you with um, business um, strategies, governmental relations strategies. He can help you with campaign strategies. We've got a city of Knoxville election coming up this year, uh, and if you're looking to run for one of the five city council seats, um, then Nick Pavlis is who you want to talk to. Pavlis Public Strategies here in Knoxville, Tennessee. You can reach Nick at 865-599-4606. And last but certainly not least is Matlock Tire Service. Been in business since the, uh, since the uh, 50s, I believe. Um, uh, they have five locations to serve you. They are East Tennessee's number one tire and auto service um, center. Uh, Lenore City, Maryville, Athens, Farragut, in their new location in Hardin Valley. Uh, MatlockTireService.com. Uh, you can also uh, contact the uh, office in Farragut, the one that's closest to me, 865-966-0425. So, uh, you know, I appreciate you all listening. Uh, again, I, I really want to get on a regular um, schedule with this podcast. Um Things have just been uh, rather hectic 
but uh, hopefully we are, I am going to be able to start getting into a regular routine on this thing. And um, now that we've had episode 19 dose, that means episode 19 twice uh, for those of you in lower Vonor, um, then uh, we will, um, we'll get back on track. We'll have episode 20 uh, on the next one and we'll go from there. And uh, hopefully I'll get these people to quit blowing up my, uh, blowing up my cell phone and coming through the podcast. But Hey, that just goes to show that, you know, I, I, we're, we're doing the, I'm doing the best I can here. But uh, anyway, I do appreciate all of you listening. Uh, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. If you, uh, if you're, uh, if you're on YouTube, then I would appreciate a, a subscribe on uh, my YouTube page, bronhornback.com uh, YouTube page. Uh, like it, comment, give me a five-star rating wherever you're listening to me, wherever you see it, and um, we'll be back in due time. All right, y'all have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Brian Hornback Podcast. This was episode 19 Deuce.